Well, keeping in theme with helping out in times of need, one man and his unimog fielded a call to help a woman in labour and her midwife to get to Bay of Islands Hospital from south of Kawakawa. It was dark, the floods were high. Picking up the story with me is Amita Harris Ngapuhi from uh, Kere Kere. Amita, kia ora, good to have you here. Oh, kia ora, yeah, no, great to be here. Yeah, you came to this woman's aid in your Unimog. Tell us about this, Mita. Yeah, no, we've, um, there's a small uh, team of us that have been sort of operating over the last, uh, you know, three to four years. And, um, uh, you know, we've got a truck uh, in our care uh, that we utilise to help where, um, you know, events um, come to us uh, uh, in the way of weather or um, COVID or anything else, really. And, um, yeah, we helped out uh, a young lady um, at uh, Wyomio, uh, where um, you know the roads are quite low-lying and uh, those rivers rise quite quickly, especially when they coincide with high tides. Mm. And so, what happened? You you got the call, did you? And uh, um, how was the process of actually you know picking her up? Because this was in at at that stage pretty deep floodwaters. Yeah, it was pretty deep. It was just um, in the afternoon, so it was quite late. So we left uh, from Waipapa here just out of um, Kitty Kitty. And uh, I guess the whole thing took us, you know, just to respond probably, um, you know, three quarters of an hour, I guess, to go from, from uh, our place to Kawakawa. Picked up the midwife in, um, in Kawakawa. And then we made our way um, through to Wyoming. And, uh, you know, those winds were blowing pretty hard, a lot of slips few trees down, uh, you know, just on dusk, um, sort of starting to, uh, you know, light out. And uh, we went through, and um, the water was reasonably deep. And uh, once those front uh, headlights go underwater, you know, she's a little bit of a guessing game to um, line things up right and um, mm. and carry on and don't stop. <laughs> um, pretty frightening experience, uh, Mita. Did it go all to plan? Did, did your passengers remain calm? Yeah, they were actually. You know, we got the other families, and um, you know, I suppose we got the you know the kids seeing the truck. You know, ooh, you know, quite a neat thing for them to see. And uh, uh, her partner was very, um, very grateful. And uh, we loaded everyone up in the front. Um, Mum was quite calm, uh, which was really cool. And um, uh, we went uh, went back again and, and got back through. So it all happened uh, uh, quite um, uh, quite quickly. Um, but yeah, a very useful machine. Indeed, and we'll come back to the Unimog actually, but let's go. We've got a pen with us, Mita. They might have a, right. a question or a comment if that's all right, Zoe. Yeah, a uh, couple of questions. How did you get the Unimog, and how's Mama and Baba doing? So, um, so how did we get the Unimog? So, there was a few of us uh, in the north, you know, um, probably back in 2016. You know, we, we sort of had these, this idea of, um, you know, things are happening a little bit more um, often and more frequent. Uh, you know, you're hearing. Uh, one in 20 years, one in 10 years, one in 500 years. Um, but they're happening more frequently and, um, you know, we made a move to approach um, uh, the then Minister of Defence, Ron Mark, and um, asked, you know, if he would oblige with them, um, you know, supplying a, a couple of um, uh, vehicles um, for us uh, in the far north uh, in the event of, um, um, you know, more events happening, I guess. So he obliged. Uh, we had some training down in... Uh, Linton and Waiu that was part of the deal and uh, these vehicles were um, handed over. We brought them home, um, they sat for a bit, they were first used for um, COVID so we did a few 
trips to Auckland to pick up supplies, food and uh, hygiene equipment when COVID struck. And uh, we were mainly working for the Rungano Wapui. Um, so doing a lot of work um, for them and distributing uh, food around to the marae. So they came in very handy, you know, especially when access was an issue. And of yeah. course, uh, more lately with the weather events. So one of the vehicles is up in the far north uh, with uh, Ngāti Kuri. Um, so they have the uh, care, the kaitiaki of, of one of these vehicles and uh, uh, making use of it themselves. David? I'm just thinking when the baby is older, what a great story this is going to be about how your mum was taken to hospital in a unimog. Um, probably better for the child, they, they weren't born in the unimog, but that would probably be the only way the story could actually be better, uh, would, would be if they were able to say that. But, uh, you know, such a special story. And I'm amazed to hear that you got the unimog specifically for situations like that. That's just such a great degree of planning and foresight. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, as you can see down on the, on the East Coast, you know, that's all they're using down there really to get access yeah. to the place. So, you know, in terms of the vehicle, the vehicles, you know, they're 30 plus years old, uh, but they're God. still relevant now. And I mean, you know, refurbishing them and keeping them up uh, to scratch would, you know, probably see another 20 years of use uh, for these vehicles. They're basically a high-speed tractor on wheels, really. Right, because they, as I understand it, they're very hardy and in particularly in flood emergencies, they're quite resilient. In fact, they can go, um, they they can go right, they can be inundated in water and still go, can't they? Yeah, well, we, um, you know, there was a couple of rescues out at uh, Rangiahua, just in Waiho Valley, north of Wakaiha, that we did uh, where the Rangiahua Bridge um, um, goes under and uh, quite a, it's probably about a kilometre of road goes underwater. Uh, we received a few people out of vehicles, you know, pulling up alongside and pulling them in uh, to the vehicles and letting the vehicle, their vehicles float away. We've done that. We've um, uh, late last year, or oh, actually, you know, uh, this month, uh, we're up uh, north of Kyle um, going in to get someone out and, uh, you know, how high those vehicles are. We have the water over the bonnets. So, um, you know, it's, it just shows you how deep they can go. Um, yeah. As long as you're, you know, as long as you're familiar with the roads and where it washes out and where it doesn't, you know, so you've got a bit of a guessing game when we go left or right, not too close to the culverts, this sort of thing, but, um, yeah. Well, that's great, uh, Mita. So, um, uh, so baby and mum, all well, um, safely delivered. Uh, have you been in touch with them at all? No, I haven't. I yeah. wouldn't mind getting in touch, though. Yeah, very good. Thanks for your time. That's uh, Mita Harris here from Kerry Kerry, uh, who fielded a call to help uh, a woman in labour uh, and her midwife to get to hospital.